0: 710 ESPN presents The Experience with Lafern Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of The Experience, Lafern Cusack. Laferne Cusack.
1: Model and activist Haley Hasselhoff is known for being one of the world's leading curve models. She's made an impact within fashion, committing to promote and celebrate inclusivity in the industry for all genders, races, shapes, and sizes. Haley's popularity and entrepreneurship in the modeling and fashion industry has garnered notice from a number of top outlets, most recently. Haley graced the cover of Playboy Germany, making history as the first curve model to do so in a European edition of Playboy. Haley is also known for her activism in mental health awareness, women's health, well-being, and equality. Haley continues to use her voice and platform to advocate for mental health with her new podcast, Redefine You, a conversation for well-being. Today, we're going to talk all about her new podcast and what she has in store. I'm Lafern Cusack. This is 710 ESPN.
0: The experience never stops, never stops. on your station, 710 ESPN. Here's Lafern Cusack.
1: And this is Lafern Cusack here for 710 ESPN. I'm so happy to have the lovely Haley Hasselhoff.
2: Welcome to the show, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Of course, you and you work with one another for Stage 29, but it's such a pleasure to be able to have this one-on-one conversation on your platform. Yes, and
1: I was so excited. I was like, ugh. We're working together, launching your new show. You have a lot of stuff going (laughs) on. How about the Playboy cover that you did recently? You garnered a lot of media attention for that. Tell us about that experience.
2: Well, I've been a curve model since I was 14, and I've been a body activist. From the beginning, really, understanding that beauty comes in all different shapes and sizes. So we've done so many amazing things with breaking barriers throughout my career. But when Playboy got presented to me, it was one of those things in which I was apprehensive at first because I didn't know what to expect. But then when I found out that I was the first ever curve model, um, to break that barrier for women to see that they're valued, they're loved, they're seen, and that you have the right to celebrate your body in whatever way feels most authentic to you, it was really a no brainer. And the, the images that we shot were obviously very tasteful, but I also got this beautiful opportunity to shoot it with someone as iconic as Ellen von Unworth when, you know, she shoots from this beautiful female gaze and really brings out the story of her. But on top of all of that, I shot this during 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 a global pandemic, and I shot this during lockdown. So I really challenged my own idea around radical acceptance and my relationship with my body and being able to feel comfortable in the here and the now. You know, I was in London at the time during lockdown, and we traveled over to Paris to shoot in another lockdown when their lockdown was a lot stricter than... um, many places. And so being on set just for, I think, everybody in that room, not only to be able to create together again, there was a different energy, but there was also this other energy of, wow, we're making a movement happen here for women today with a magazine that really does symbolize empowering beautiful women and can kind of sometimes rewrite what society's standards of beauty are because of Playboy's legacy and relationship with um, the media.
1: Exactly. And the photos are beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. I brought that up is because you are empowering women to love who they are and love their bodies. And that is what you are also bringing into your new podcast as well Redefine You, a conversation for well-being, and I love that self-empowerment. Can you talk about Redefine You and why you decided to do this podcast?
2: Yeah, I mean, Redefine You, the title holds so much for me because it's one of which has been in my back pocket for a couple years now and something that. Um, I kind of decided to write a self-help book for my own personal self and didn't know if I was ever going to do anything with it. But at the time, it felt like it was right for me to start challenging myself to check in with myself and to really go through the steps of how our past has really brought us to our present and a lot of the times we don't do enough work on our past and being able to understand that we still have that inner child in us and we still have things that do trigger our surroundings and so this idea around redefining you is this sense of you have the power to consistently redefine yourself right and that can go moment by moment day by day year by year and it's more about the connection with oneself when you're self-aware it allows you the opportunity to redefine yourself you know and when you're self-aware it allows you the opportunity to be able to really see the world for what it is in the way that you want to project yourself into it so redefining your conversation for well-being is a community in which we are bringing to many different people to say that we want to help you find the best possible you we want to encourage you to live unapologetically yourself and with doing so sometimes we Encouragement comes from hearing other people's stories of vulnerability and their strength, and what has worked for them to walk alongside their mental well-being journey. So, we'll be tapping into speaking to different people in the entertainment world around the fear of the unknown, their mental health journeys, and most importantly, their ownership to self. And then also speaking to different practitioners and techniques around breaking those well-being stigmas and talking openly about how we can help you build your own personalized toolbox. Because building your own personalized toolbox is always the key to being able to walk alongside this life we're always going to have challenges along the way but if we know what to do when that challenge arrives we can feel a bit more grounded in ourselves and not be so fearful of what's to come next and there's so many amazing people that i have spoken to um when it was on my insta live series that really opened my point of view of wow, you're never actually alone. And we all deal with having to have something in our back pocket to help us get through those challenging moments. And let's give that knowledge back to each other and build a community where they feel free to to tap in and hopefully leave the conversation by going, I feel inspired to want to get to know me more, get to know me better. Oh,
1: yes. And I I love that. And that's one of the things when you talk about being self-aware, Every day is different. Like when I wasn't as self-aware, you know, I didn't know it until I learned something new about myself. Right. So it's an Mm. everyday process. How do you go about learning each day about you and your well-being, Haley? uh, I would
2: say it is day by day. And these past couple of years have challenged me the most, I believe. You know, I was I was traveling ten flights of the month and I do look back at some of those years thinking, was I on autopilot, just going from place to place to place? And my tools my tools though well, I had little tools along the way that I've always had. I've always taken care of myself. Like, you know, it sounds silly, but within that lifestyle, I knew I had a regime that I used to do when I was on the flight. I had a regime that I would do when I would hit down into a new place and prepare for my shoot the next day. I did little things along the way that I knew were taking care of me so that it was lending to my mental well-being and it was lending to me checking in with myself, even though there was a schedule in place. And I've always been really great at that. I've always been really great at knowing what I need in those moments to be able to be self-aware, even if sometimes it can feel like I am on autopilot because it's getting on a flight, getting off, doing a job and getting back on. But there were always these moments in between that I had to to really work on. Now, fast forward to obviously this past year and being in one place for you know, a lot longer than I ever have in the past six or seven years yes. of my life, it was it was rewriting this idea of, okay, now what does my routine look like here in a place where sometimes the go 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 can actually distract me from what I actually need now I'm in one place and I have to hit that front on and really figure out what I need and it really goes back to this idea of it's okay to not be okay all of the time it's different for each and every day right but as long as you know that when you are having those challenging days instead of just pushing you underneath the rug and saying well I told my friends I go to five parties today and I just don't feel you know but mm-hmm. my emotions are telling me this and i'm still going to go to those sites but listen to your emotions right life can wait yes. you need to listen to you and i'm told a lot of times i use that example because that's not my life example for my friends will come to me and be like i've got to go to x y and z And I'm like, no, you don't, (laughs) you don't. You you have every right to say, I'm not going to go to that because I need to take care of me today. And sometimes you need to have those days where you just check off with yourself and you're able to process all the emotions and the the energy that's surrounding you.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And uh, with COVID, you know, I talk about this all the time on my show is that I was running constantly like you were saying you get you get on a Mm -hmm. flight you go here I was running so much that I wasn't doing any self-care and when the Mm -hmm. when the lockdown happened I felt like I was in shock like oh my goodness what have I been doing to myself for all these years you know it's like I needed to, I needed this. I needed to stop and pay attention to me and what was happening around me. And mm-hmm. and I think that's what you're saying as you were going through life, yes?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, no, because I think, to be honest, the way that I was always very self-aware, and I think that's something that I I really applaud myself with from a very young age. Mm-hmm. I've really, really worked on my mental well-being from a very, very young age, especially just because I'm, I've been... So independent within my career. And I started when I was, you know, started modeling my was fourteen teams on my show when I was 17. So from that point on, it, there was this duty of, you know, me having to take care of myself when I was going job to job on my own at a young age. And what is that? What does that look like for me? You know? right. So even though I was so go, 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 um, I, there, I, like I said, I had my regimes. I had my routines that I would do. I mean, they were literally by book. Like I had my, 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 that bag would have a, a bunch of goodies in it just in case if a flare-up happened my you know travel kit and my routine on a flight was always the same and i made sure that i was taking care of myself uh, and i would always sleep you know like i was very very mindful to be self-aware and make sure i knew what i needed in those moments but to go from that and then be in one place it definitely made me go okay what's now serving me and that I had to understand that it's okay if what served me before doesn't serve me now Mm -hmm. and so what does that look like for me and I'm sure that's the same for you like it wasn't it probably once you stopped it wasn't that you weren't serving yourself completely it's just that now it's a new type of service and you don't sometimes people make it seem like oh you should have all the right answers and those are going to be all the right answers for you every single day moving forward well that's not the case right? right so when something starts to shake you up you go oh Wait, I have to rewrite this book that's <laughs> been so familiar to me. Like I, I I didn't know I had to take more time. I thought the chapters were done. You know, so it's so I think maybe that that's the better way to sort of approach it and and say that it's you know, it's an ever evolving process of yes. figuring out what you need and sometimes that aha moment which you're talking about Is when you stopped and then you were like wow I didn't know I needed this right yes. That aha moment that you had It can happen like that for for anybody at any time, right? right? So that's why the toolbox is so, so important, but important to have it like as a, as a big one mm-hmm. because you don't know what's really going to be of service to you
1: in that, in that time. Exactly, yes. And that's, uh, again, with your podcast, Redefine You, when you you pull in these guests and, and you talk to people and they share their story with you, I think it's a great service just to hear what other people may be going through, and to know that it is okay. You were on a panel last week, and I had the honor of being on that. And I was so taken back because it was such a thoughtful conversation. And it opened my mind up to things that I never thought about. And I'm like, oh, there's the power. There's the power Behind def- redefine mm. you and what you're doing, Haley. Can you talk about that event last week? How you Yeah. Developed? I
2: mean, I'd also love to ask you, you know, what necessarily hit home for you out of out of own um, curiosity, if that's okay. Yes. So
1: there were three people on the panel, and each of them were talking about their different experiences and how life relates to them. One person on the panel was talking about how they may be in a state of panic or worry and oh actually it was a therapist she was talking about how some people go into a state of of panic and then they're reacting out of that panic and then the people around them are going what's wrong with this person and we don't know that this person may be triggered by something and it Mm. made me think of all of the people that may be going through some something mentally that come out and don't know how to deal with it but just lash out at people and then the people yeah. taking that and saying you're a bad person you're this you're that mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. no it's not it's not that black and white there's so many nuances mm-hmm. to to people we need to be kind to one another we need to mm-hmm. We need to give more love to people because we don't know what's happening in someone's life. We don't know what's happening at that time. We just are taking it at face value when that's not the truth of it.
2: Well, I, I love that you touched here. And, we can, you know, I'll touch a little bit later on what the event was and the purpose. But just on that note itself, it's such an important one because I think it's even one many people – Even myself uh, had to sort of have an aha moment with when me and my partner got together, right? Because you don't understand that a lot of fights between two other people can actually be that something has been brought up from a past trigger Mm -hmm. that then isn't actually about the fight that you're having with that person. It's really about the fight that you're having with that emotion that still is lit up inside you that you haven't yet come to terms or peace with, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's why it's so important that we bring up this idea around triggers in our inner child. And I think not a lot of people know that term. Not a lot of people, I think, want to dive into that term because it can be quite a scary one. But once you do and you start to identify with your life story and how that actually has related into the the adult that you are today, you then have a clear point of view of understanding the relationships that you have with the people and the loved ones around you and how when something is triggering for you, instead of uh, letting that become a bigger trigger or becoming a bigger flare up, be honest with the people that are around you and say, hey, I'm so sorry. I know that this might might not be a big thing for you, right? But that word or that feeling or that situation we're about to go into it's bringing up a trigger for me because of x y and z if you want to go that deep with them of course you can just say trigger but if you want to go that deep and explain to them say bringing it up because of x y and z maybe then they'll have a better understanding of not of how to approach the situation better next time so that you can both work on it together yes and the the event itself was with project healthy mind hosted by myself and we we Decided to speak around the connectivity between body image and mental health. And we had an amazing group of panelists. We had Kayla Faris, who is a um, marriage and family therapist. We had Katie Storino, who is a digital entrepreneur and also author of body talk. And we had Annie Price, who is an influencer, but most importantly projects out self love. Mm-hmm. But it, the whole point of the conversation for my own self was, you know, body image has been something I've spoken about every day in my career since I was 14 and it wasn't only until I would say the last couple of years where I was authentically speaking about my relationship with my mental well-being which made so much more sense I have to say Laverne it's like I was speaking about body image but there was always something that didn't feel authentic to the story that we kept talking about because everybody always wanted to go back to, you, oh, you must have been bullied or you don't love your body and all these things. And I was just like, yeah, well, I, I was bullied, but that was a very small, that was a very small piece of what I think defined me my childhood mm-hmm. and what brought on these other emotions within myself, right? Right. And so when we started talking openly on mental well being, it made so much more sense because I went like, oh, wow, well, I know that when my mental well being suffered, that's a my self-judgment started to creep back in and that's when my lack of love towards my body was on the rise right Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily the other way around it wasn't when my lack of my self-judgment the lack of my love for my body arrived after my mental health was suffering it was really that my mental health was always the driving force and it's different for each person and i think once you have that sense of self-awareness and you understand how to vulnerably speak openly with other people about it. It makes you feel better. It makes you look at yourself in a different way as well. And I think that's what happened for you, LaFerne. You finally were hearing people be vulnerable and open and say, this happened to me. And, and maybe it was the same situation that happened to you, but, or, or it was just something that was similar and something that's similar or something that sparks an emotion inside you yes. allows you to start to go deeper within yourself. And that's the whole point of redefine you is I'm going to be speaking with people who are obviously admired in this entertainment world, but what I love about people who are in the entertainment world is that they're not afraid to talk about their emotions because our emotions have to be available to us as musicians and as artists and as actors. That's a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so the fear of the unknown and the fear of our emotions sometimes can creep in and we've all had to get really good at understanding how to be able to walk alongside them. Um, and I think that, you know, for anybody, this tool of being able to tap into your emotions, although I got the gift of doing it at such a young age professionally, it's such an amazing tool to have um, just in your personal life, you know? Absolutely. And
1: you are also teaming up with Active Minds. Tell us about Active Minds and why you are teaming up with them.
2: Active Minds is amazing. You know, I team with them at the beginning of the pandemic they came after me to become a mental health uh, a mental health certified coordinator for them on behalf of hbo Active Minds, and kindred and throughout that process it was all about being able to educate coordinators on how to use the right proper vocabulary when they're speaking about mental health how mm-hmm. to make sure that you aren't triggering the conversations and so forth and uh, it was so informative to me and so helpful because it was A new ground and for my own self, you know, I always want to make sure that whatever I do, I'm always backing it up with the place of resources for somebody to go and get the help that they need in that moment so we don't open up something for them, and then not tell them where they can go to get the necessary help or speak to the right people. Active Minds, you know, what they their work is, is they they do amazing stats of being able to showcase really about the crisis. And I think a couple of key things just for everybody to keep in mind to really recognize that you really are never alone. It's that 615 million people globally are suffering with a mental illness. One in five people will suffer from a mental illness in their lifetime. And the two leading causes of mental illness are anxiety and depression. And when you hear those stats, yes, they're overwhelming, but they're also comforting in some way, because it allows you to say, it's okay, I'm not actually as different as I thought that I was. And if they can champion it, I can champion it too. But it does start with us destigmatizing mental health conversations to allow more people to come up so that we eliminate people from feeling like they have to silently suffer. Mm -hmm. And That's exactly what Active Minds does. So we've partnered with Active Minds. They're going to be providing um, a resources page which will live on org slash resources. You'll be able to go there after each episode Define what resources you're looking for, what communities you want to tap into and speak to. And sometimes it can be quite daunting to go after resources or a bit scary to think, you know, am I in a place to call a crisis helpline? And we want to desigmatize that. We want to help you guys know that you know, the help that's out there is really there to help you and not to make you feel worse about what you're feeling. Absolutely.
1: And if you are in a crisis, you can always dial 1-800-273-TALK for free 24-7 and confidential support. Now, Haley, can you tell us how we could get your podcast,
2: how we could subscribe and download? (laughs) You can subscribe and download right here, right now, Um, which uh, any podcast platform that you love. So Apple, Spotify, anywhere where you get podcasts, it is available right here, right now. Go check out the trailer and our first full episode will be available on June 24th,
1: June 24th. I'm so excited to be a part of this project. Haley, you truly Mm -hmm. are amazing. And I, I love how open and honest you are in the conversations that you're having.
2: Well, I'm so excited that you're a part of this project with us, and thank you for having me on today, and and I just hope that anybody who is listening that knows you are a priority and make yourself one, that it's okay to not have all the answers, and instead of taking it day by day, take it moment by moment, whatever you need in that moment, and I know that it can feel like everybody's trying to run out into the world today and, and telling you to go along with them, but... Figure out what to what you on, what's right for you right now, because that's really all that matters.
1: And Haley, how can we find you on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of that? <laughs> I'm
2: Twitter. Instagram is at H My name is a bit too long to add it all. <laughs> Facebook, I'm not on Facebook. And my website is HHackleHoff.com. Wonderful. Miss
1: Haley Hasselhoff, thank you so much for sharing your new podcast, Redefine You, a conversation for well-being with our listeners and having me a part of this project. Thank you. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN.
0: You've been listening to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with Laferne Cusack on 710 ESPN.